Hello. Oh, still connecting. I jumped the gun. Here we go. Hi. How are you? I'm I'm well. How you doing? My hair is all messy. <laughs> update update Zoom. I know. That's nice. always an adventure and a half. I always think that what if that happens when I'm doing a job interview? <laughs> Log in 30 minutes before. Right. Hope yeah. for the best. Right. Oh, it's just it's just lame. <laughs> What room are you in? I, I'm in the basement area. Yeah. <laughs> Hide oh. out here and hope the kids don't wake up as <laughs> the the laughter continues. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's awesome. Usually it works out. Every <laughs> once in a while, you'll see me like looking up because somebody just jumped and threw lead pipes all over the place right above my head. But, um, that's just how that happens consistently. It's a, it's quite the uh, adventure in your home. <laughs> why, do, why do you have a stock of lead pipes? It's, they they store them in their feet, I think. <laughs> and candlesticks. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and Mr. Mustard, Colonel Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of the conservatory <laughs> take the secret bridge the secret tone <laughs> in the in the new version of clue which we play all the time it's pretty awesome <clears throat> um, there are if you roll a one you get to draw a special card and one of the cards is you can create a new secret passage that connects to everything else Ooh. it's pretty fun it's uh, one would think that if a secret passage just shows up or is constructed during a murder investigation, that would raise some suspicion. Might, um, it might be a little concerned. Right? Clue, clue disassociates from reality pretty quickly. It's, uh, well, yeah, you, you know who did it and how they did it, and it's in an envelope. <laughs> Let's just start with that assumption that it's not reality. <laughs> <laughs> the rules of the Clooniverse. Are... <laughs> Clooniverse. <laughs> That's perfect. Colonel Mustard was a, a colonel in the Corn Wars. <laughs> K O R N. Swing. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> big falling out with the disturbed crew. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just, they didn't. They didn't like him because he was a colonel and they didn't, <laughs> they didn't need a colonel in the Stone Temple Pilots Air Force <laughs> or something. What were they flying? What? <laughs> right, right. Come on, man. They were apparently based in the Stone Temple. Yes. Did, did they pilot Stone Temples? Did they? Are they representatives of the Stone Temple Empire <laughs> off to destroy the Fire Nation or something? Right, right. Well, that's what the whole corn wars were about. <laughs> and we all know how that went. That's uh, pop, pop, pop. Corn pop. All right, we we're gonna chat music. 
and movies and, and fun stuff. Music and movies and fun stuff. Learn a bit about everything that there is to know. Um, of course, music. What you got? There's culture beyond pop culture. And Corn I, pop culture. Yes. I think we need to discover and enhance our our world to go beyond pop culture and music and arts and movies and and discover the deeper culture of say for instance 1990 zombies movies which are horrible and wonderful at the same time <laughs> did you get to watch a 1990 zombie movie I, I did i did i think it was called uh Oh my goodness, I can't remember the name of it. Um, <laughs> Hell, Hell Night or something like that. Hell Night. That's a good mid-90s zombie title. Yeah, it was um, It was really poor. So they, they shot enough, they shot enough video to tell the story. But, you know, it's one of these under-budgeted you know, zombie movies. So there, there's your plus. <laughs> Out of the one to five zombie bites this one was a three mostly because it was under budget and <laughs> under budget. so they had enough uh to make a movie but they wanted to make it i think they had enough to make a an after school special like type of zombie movie <laughs> the they, boy and his dog kind of thing is it uh... but but he uh but they got some additional funding to extend it into a theatrical release. And what they bought with that additional funding was stock footage of African animals. Oh, it was great. Even though the thing was being taking place in Puerto Rico or something. It was um, noted for their hyena population. Puerto Rican elephants are, um, <laughs> are pretty. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty. It was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, the uh, of course because it's a '90s zombies movie. Uh -huh. The lead actress had to disrobe to go and be naked so she could catch up with the natives. Maybe it was in Africa. I don't know. It was, it was so bad I didn't care. Um, but she had to disrobe and put on body paint to uh, go ingratiate herself to the natives that she lived with for a year a couple of years ago. Oh. Yeah. You try to follow the story. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the zombie genre as, as a whole is... is pretty universal the zombies can be communists they can be capitalists they can be Absolutely. the any anything was there what what did the zombies what were the zombies in this one so the zombies were uh employees of a capitalist uh, fuel company mm -hmm. okay and they had a uh, gas leak that made the zombies zombies nice and that's were taking over the area and of course the capitalist corporation sent in a SWAT team to um, 
to destroy all of the zombies so they could keep producing fuel. Or something like that. Something like that. That's <laughs> let me let me reassure you that I do when I do watch a movie, I 99% of the time I get it. <laughs> we got a we got a one percenter here. Don't even remember the full title, really. It could have been Hell Night, but who knows? <laughs> just, yeah, it's just yeah, it just wasn't even that good. So oh, that's a pretty um I don't I don't want to say progressive because you know anti-capitalism is not really a progressive ideal um the 90s early 90s yeah that's when everything was you know pretty fairly generic yeah (laughs) nobody really attacked anything nobody really uh stood for anything or something like you know nothing like that the wall fell down nobody cared anymore nobody cared anymore there's no bad guy except for zombies (laughs) and capitalism i guess right (laughs) anything with teeth apparently and and trunks elephants yeah elephants were the mid 90 early 90s bad guys that's that's, right. that's, that's right. how we got in this whole mess that we're in now that's, 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 i agree i agree <laughs> straight from gorbachev to big ear trunk yes beast. yes but um yeah. So I, I watched a, another a different. I had to get that zombie movie out of my head. Sure, sure. It was it was a pre dinner treat that a, didn't go yes, well. It was kind of like the aperitif. Yeah. Zombie movies. And I, <laughs> I ran. <laughs> Is that only a nibble? <laughs> <laughs> you, do you turn if you get nibbled on? <laughs> the zombie got bored with me. Um, <laughs> just kind of left. Um, no. <laughs> a little bit on the shoulder and left <laughs> like the thing stiffed me and licked my shoulder first um <laughs> that might have been a stalker <laughs> <laughs> not sure not what sure. was your other movie oh, that... so i i gave up on the um whole murder zombie whatever it was and uh ended up uh, watching a movie called, I think it's on Plex, and it's called Cockneys versus Zombies. I've seen a preview for this movie. Have you really? How's the reality? So, okay, so I did not think I would like it because it's a relatively new one. Um, and I, I had just um, soured my mentality with uh, the other one. <laughs> so I, I'm looking for a zombie movie. That's all I was, all I was just surfing around for a zombie. Cockney versus, Cockneys versus zombies. The premise is in East London, so a zombie virus breaks out at the same time that two brothers and a sister and a crazy guy are robbing a bank. Oh. So they take hostages and they have to fight the zombies um, to while they're trying to get away <laughs> but the, the reason why they robbed the bank was because grandpa who raised them and grandpa was in the war uh, fighting them nazis the, grandpa is 105 grandpa is 105 
and he was in the war and uh and he's in an old folks home and they're going to sell the old folks home to make um luxury apartments or something okay so these guys wanted to the, the two sons and the sister um two sons and two grandsons and the granddaughter i guess i should say decided <laughs> to rob the bank so they could give their grandpa a better place to live right so they're pretty innocent but they hook up with a guy who is insane and this guy who is insane uh is popular around the city because in the war that he was in he <laughs> lost part of his skull and they replaced it with a metal plate Ooh. So he fights by headbutting people. <laughs> like a Bond villain. <laughs> like a Bond villain. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, at one point, the the guy with the metal plate, if they've discovered the zombies, they've discovered that you shoot them in the head to kill them. There's no question that it was almost immediate when they saw a uh, creature, a person walking slowly with blood on his mouth. <laughs> It was almost an immediate <laughs> assumption that it was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> was this the crazy guy or the grandsons that jumped? That was all everybody, everybody. Everybody at once. Every, zombies. All, all the cast said, yeah, <laughs> zombies. <laughs> so, so let me also explain that Cockneys versus zombies, um, they use the Cockney accent. About 10 minutes into the video, into the film, I had, I discovered that I had to use um, subtitles. <laughs> and these subtitles made it even better. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> all the, all the cussing by the, the Cockneys was spelled out on the screen. <laughs> it was phenomenal. So at one point, the insane guy with the metal plate in his head gets bit and he's going to turn and they know it they have to deal with him and he is in another room he turns they go to shoot him and the bullets keep ricocheting off of the metal plate in his head <laughs> I thought, of all the classic zombie scenes i've ever seen <laughs> That was the top. That was... <laughs> so I highly recommend this movie, Cockneys versus Zombies. Cockneys versus Zombies. It gets the remembered the name vote of confidence. That's, <laughs> that's right. I would rate that one four out of five zombie bites. That's a lot of zombie bites. A lot of zombie bites. <laughs> that's awesome. What a what a fun way to kind of work those tropes within the zombie movies like oh crap we got the one with a metal head um that's it was uh, creativity was uh was top notch in this one i would rate it up there with um the one that says uh, you got red on you um, oh really Shaun of the dead Shaun of the dead yeah wow. i would i would rate it up there because they knew what they were doing they, okay it was silly they weren't trying to be serious whereas the first one the hell night zombie whatever it was um they did things like um put uh, they went to the butcher and got a bunch of chicken livers and 
chicken skin and stuff and put it on somebody's leg and then had somebody rub their face in it to be gross. And uh, which, I, you know, they're going to catch something if you're botulism or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> catch the day, salmonella. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's yeah i can't think of any early 90s classic comedies were, were things just way too serious in the early 90s i think it wasn't funny <laughs> just the, the time period wasn't funny it wasn't funny right <laughs> they're still they're still wearing early 90s are still wearing shoulder pads and rooster hair Oh, <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> it's regrettable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Re regrettable fashion, yes. And, and neon, except for, for children. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's so two zombie movies of very different calibers. Very uh, different. <laughs> oh, they! I, I got to tell you, the first one too. The uh, they overdubbed the English-speaking actors with the same English-speaking actors, but it was post-recording. So when they're screaming, they're apparently in somebody's living room or something. Because when they're screaming, instead of saying "ah," they say "ah." <laughs> they were afraid of waking up the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> so, so have you seen any zombie movies lately uh, not not lately no i've definitely easily my favorite genre uh, being zombie movies that's yeah, they're just fantastic Shaun of the dead is one of my favorites yes yes uh, of all time but yes. what about that one in the shopping mall where they remade it um, um yeah day dawn of the dead dawn think, of the dead that one was, the remake was fantastic. The remake was amazing. That one. And it's fun to watch now that everybody in that movie has had a tremendous career since making that zombie movie. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, Even Richard Cheese, the uh, guy who sang the yeah. uh, down with the sickness. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> phenomenal he's, he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah like ty burrell going on to be the uh the dad in modern family right. like wow you were a slime ball in that that particular <laughs> <laughs> did not feel bad about you dying i'm gonna i gotta pull up that cast again just real quick oh, here. Good, good. just for kicks because yeah dawn of the dead dawn of the dead 2004 that is wow. a 20 year old movie. Wow. <laughs> and it's still it, it's still so watchable. Yep. <laughs> As opposed to the early, the first version, Dawn of the Dead, where they're in the mall. And it's it was I think it was one of the better Dawn of the Deads because it had some heart. Yeah. But man. <laughs> wow. Um <laughs> Uh, directed by Zack Snyder, who, oh, that's probably the most recent one, the zombie movie that I've seen. Um, Netflix original, let me pull up the title, Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Yes. 
If you haven't seen that one. Is that the one in Vegas? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where they replaced one of the actors with uh, the comedian lady. Yeah, Tig Navarro. um, Navarro. Replaced Scumbag, his name we don't need to know. Um, But yeah, that was really well done too. Like, man. That one was was good budget, great directing, incredible acting, even by the zombies. Yeah, yeah. You don't have you don't have good direct you don't have good zombie acting usually, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that one was very one. true. Well, and just well, enough mystery box kind of stuff thrown in there. Yeah, Not yeah. like a um, oh the guy who made Lost and coined the mystery box term who just overdoes it. But right, right. you know what mystery boxes and lens flare <laughs> crawl to something. <laughs> lens flares have sound effects in in my mind that's yeah, right right they're kind of a, kind of a to me. <laughs> uh, that's well, funny all right so dawn of the dead had um sarah Pauly, vin rames yes, jake sure. weber who's i can't place but um he was the main guy um, don't go to IMDb to look at his picture because it is a 20-year-old movie, the reference point. Um, so <laughs> with a more modern photo, people age over 20 years. If, you believe it? if you'd believe it. Um, Mackay Pfeiffer to um, Michael Kelly, who plays a bad guy in absolutely everything. Um, what's that? Um House of Cards on on Netflix as well. Yeah, yeah. he's good. He's he's good. Plays a very very good bad guy. Yeah. Um, Luis Ferreira pops up in there. Oh wow, he's in some show with the uh, um the Better Off Ted guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Better Off Ted guy has aged. Um, in the 20 years since better off Ted was on the air as well. So (laughs) (laughs) So many surprises. (laughs) 2009 better off Ted. Um, Anyway, fantastic show. That one as well. Um, But no, for, for my movie that, that I watched now, I'm going to preface a lot of this with, um we have two netflix accounts set up we have our real stuff and then we have our b movie which we call for bad movies um so i popped into the for bad movies one this is like when sharknado was on netflix and all of that we we watched them stuff through there it's uh, honestly probably where i spend most of my my viewing time <laughs> but uh, so we went into uh, bad movies and um, wife had to do some, some work. So I'm sitting there watching this, this show. Um, I watched the first about 30 minutes to 45 minutes of me time. It is oh, a no. um, Kevin can Hart. I, can I try to guess? Yeah. What, what me time is? Uh, let's see. Well, you said Kevin Hart. 
So I'm I'm going to assume that uh, Kevin Hart is an overly aggressive or assertive uh, father and husband, and uh, he uh, breaks down a little bit. And somebody says that he has to uh, go away for a little bit and and find himself. Any, am I anywhere near close? Oh, yeah. You just described the whole plot of the movie. So, uh, I, yes. I honestly have never heard of this movie. <laughs> oh. So, uh, Kevin Hart plays a stay at home dad, um, very type A, has everything on a schedule, knows how everything should go down. Um, he is married to a character played by uh, Regina Hall. Um, Yes, Regina Hall, um, who is fantastic in in absolutely everything. She was the the main character in all of the scary movie movies. Oh, yes, twenty years ago. Um, who has become a, a very good good actress now? Um, and Regina Hall says, "You know what? So she's not highly involved as a parent, so she decides that uh, Kevin Hart's character." I was only there for 40 minutes before I fell asleep. So I don't remember the actual character names. Um, but she says, I'm going to take the kids away for, for a weekend and go visit um, her parents away from town. So he gets the whole weekend to himself and uh, Regina Hall keeps wanting him to go reconnect with an old friend, um, longtime bachelor, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is not a character in this movie. He's a plot device. I have no <laughs> idea if there's a last name. I don't know if they really thought. <laughs> so the the whole thing is this weird. Like movies are wish fulfillment. And that's that's what these stories are supposed to do. I don't know whose wish this movie is trying to fulfill, though hers or his yeah <laughs> i'm like stay at home over stressed out parent vibe sure yeah that's but the the whole thing tries to be like a lot of the people writing movies right now and getting them published are, are around my age so they grew up with the edgy comedies of like van wilder and american pie this one wants to be that but does it stupid (laughs) like oh look at them they're both peeing in a pool at the same time like ooh, edgy oh i'm so sad that's it was okay so how many edgies would you give it a one out of five or out of five you Um, that's worth you know, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, um, gosh, it's it's a maybe. You know, I watched half of the second act, so half a wedgie, an edgy, not a. It feels <laughs> like a wedgie. Let's call it a wedgie. <laughs> one it's half, not. one half of an edgy. One <laughs> half of an edgy. Yes, it was. I keep these. Uh... These rating, uh, rating measurements as <laughs> <laughs> part of the trope. <laughs> wedgies and edgies and bites. And... That's yes. We'll have to enunciate. <laughs> Use your lip. 
um that that sounds horrible i'm sorry you wasted that 40 minutes it was it was something you know it's um i like kevin hart a whole bunch i'm really hoping he's not crazy problematic but um (laughs) hopefully he doesn't get typecast yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's funny we watched there was a um i don't remember the title but it's uh it's a him and dwayne johnson movie where they were um they went to the same high school and kevin hart was nice to dwayne johnson's nerd yes, character i've seen that one yes and he says yeah 20 years of uh 16 hour days of bodybuilding <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> the line i remember from that movie it's very fun all the jumanji movies yeah. um that's he's always in that kind of supporting role though so yeah. it was kind of cool to see like hey leading man kevin hart oh not this one not this oh, one i yeah. still don't know what mark Wahlberg was doing in the movie but <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's really sad so but... so let's jump to um music because you know they were breaking out of pop you know pop culture yes yes by discussing kevin hart movies (laughs) right yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i i want to tell you about some incredible music that i heard today um you know because we have alexa (laughs) the music amazon music and (laughs) did your (laughs) i was waiting for it yeah your machine line so uh (laughs) We have we have Amazon Music and and it's in the car, and we just say, "Hey Alexa, will you play some music?" And random stuff, random stuff, and it's really <laughs> really quite an eye opener of how bad some music really is. <laughs> and I know I'm focusing on bad tonight, but uh, this was a remake of the classic Beatles song "Help." Help me if you can, I'm feeling down. Right? Okay? Yep. Put into Power Ballad. Oh, no. Put into an 80s Power Ballad. Oh, no. Saxophone solo. Oh, no. Oh, I wish. I Oh. oh. It was so bad. And he's, he's going, uh. Help me if you can. I'm feeling. Oh, it's just it's. I laughed out loud and uh, and I thought, you know, all it takes is for me to say, Alexa, skip this song, (laughs) for me to not hear it. I didn't say that. I couldn't bring myself to saying it. It's an audio car crash. You gotta stick with it. (laughs) It's an audio car crash. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I recommend it. I recommend <laughs> finding that one. 80s power ballad, help, Beatles. It's uh, it's it's quite amazing. I'm going to try it out. <laughs> <laughs> what other non-culture, non, non-pop culture stuff have you experienced this week? <laughs> <laughs> I had some, some fun stuff show up in my discover weekly um playlist uh, last week the the playlist sucked it was it was just horrendous so i'm glad we we didn't 
um, discussed last week. Um, but <laughs> uh, so I wrote down some notes so that I would remember what these songs were called. Um, oh, and then as I'm reading them, I re I'm seeing that I didn't actually write down the song name, but the, the first one that popped up, um, it's, it's a song by bad, bad hat. That's a fun <laughs> band name. Right? As, yeah. as more and more band names get taken, we get more and more creative with, with the series of words. So bad, bad hat is a wildly generic group but the the whole song felt like it should be playing in the background of an old cw show like as it's playing i'm seeing buffy tell riley like no we got a problem now and then the whole credit scene the whole vibe was so so very early 2000s cw it. it was love it. really a a throwback um instruments did they use i have no idea i thought um, just generic it was it was background music like you would sit down at a red robin and this would be playing and you'd be like i hear something and then you'd walk away but it's it's just a song it's you know guitar drum okay. breathy okay. vocals it's okay breathy vocals <laughs> wildly <see> generic <laughs> Let's sign these boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. The the next one is a, a band called Rosie Tucker, and their song was called Barbara Ann. Uh, that's not a, not a cover. Not a cover. No, I was really hoping for Ba 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 to oh, pop yeah, in there. Yeah. Um, they do go Ba 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 at at some point, but it's not a not a cover song. It, it has this really good build to it. So I like a song that starts, you know, real, real quiet. And then one by one, you get the whole band in there. And then once they get the build, they just yeah. rocks out at, at one point. And one of my favorite things that a band can do when you've got like more than three people in the band, uh, they um, like after the, the second chorus, they have a like two beat rest and the whole band hits it at the same time. Oh like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that's that's the good stuff. It was it was really cool. The drama of the of the entrance. Yes. yes. It was really fun. Um really good bass. I'm I'm finding that good bass really, really matters to a, a song. That's it when I heard the bass, I'm like, yeah, look at listen to them go. And then I like flashed back to high school when I remember like saying, Yo, no, no, Sid Vicious is a a good bass player. Come on. That's Sex <laughs> Pistols are a punk band. Come on. They're not. Right, that's right. They, they, they went to school for that. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Rosie Tucker, Barbara Ann was a, a very fun, fun little thing. Um, that one up. That sounds great. The next one that I, I wanted to talk about, and I made my kids listen to to this song as well. Your grandchildren, if you will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the band is Ludo, and the song is Scare Me. And it feels like Warren Zevon um, just going crazy with like his werewolves in London, but with a pop punk vibe to it. It's, it's very much straight up 80s novelty tune 
um, at one point, the, one of the people in the band goes, there's a lupine hound out there. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Something that you would hear on Dr. Demento? Yes, yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> Ludo scare me. It's it was a lot of fun to have that one pop up. Especially after um like the bad bad hat background noise. You're like, what did it was there just a song playing? That's and then <laughs> Lupine Hound. <laughs> Okay, you got my attention now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look at that. We're <laughs> bopping around. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, and my my last one song uh, that you should hear, um, a band that should not have shown up in my Discover Weekly because I listen to them fairly regularly. A uh, band is called Pup. Um, they're a Canadian the punk, but they're they're a pop punk group um out of canada um really good first album second album they they made a like oh touring's really hard kind of song and i was like eh, maybe maybe we're done with with but really good song is called robot writes a love song and it's a a song from the perspective of a robot writing a love song to their um, partner who needs repairs and it's oh <laughs> um, being very sad very <laughs> But it's very good. And Pup makes a darn good song. Speaking of good bass lines, um, good yeah, to, yeah. to check Pup out. Um, I will. I will. But. One, of the, one of the songs that I've been really, really um, enamored with uh, came out a few years ago, I'm assuming. Uh, but it's Hot House Flowers doing a version of I Can See Clearly Now. All right. It, it is... Talk about your bass and your piano and your your band coming together and rising and assembling the whole song and the nice. great vocals. There is nothing wrong with that song at all whatsoever. It's it's uh, and it's you know I grew up with the song I can see clearly now. Actually, I had it on forty five and there was a scratch, oh. and it would say. Uh, the rain is gone, 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 until you put your finger on the needle and weight it down enough to get over the scratch. That's cool. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it was on uh, uh, some uh, car show. I think it was the, ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's, where I, that's where I first heard it, but it comes up every now and then on my mixes my amazon mixes and uh it just always makes me very happy that's cool what's the name of the band again that did the cover uh hot house flowers hot house flowers yes, love it very good out of california very yeah. fun can't beat a good cover and they make it their own or do they just do a shot for shot remake oh, no they made it it is totally different song that's awesome it's man the piano and oh man i can't I can't say good enough things about this. <laughs> it's like that that band that uh, we we were listening to, um, Unprovoked Moose Attack. Oh, remember so them? Good. Yep, they, they were great. Hot House Flowers is very much like them. Popular wow. one from the early two thousands, which may or may not have been downloaded um, legally. <laughs> 
Well, well, I can tell you this, that when, when we did download it, the band sent us a note saying, thank you for downloading our songs. There we go. So, See, it all worked out, and then they died in yeah. a plane crash. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> did they? I don't know. No, when they broke up, they made their website say, unprovoked moose attack dies in a plane crash. I did not know that. <laughs> I think they have one song on, on Amazon music. Oh, really? So if you ask for them to play it, I, I, it is, uh, it's a good song. I remember it. That's cool. I don't That's know if I still have any of their recordings because when it became Ill, apparently illegal to do their file share, <laughs> I deleted an entire drive. Yep. <laughs> so I'm not going to be convicted of anything like this. <laughs> and then I went out and bought a bunch of albums. So <laughs> there was much. Much of that's happening in the early 2000s, I'm sure. <laughs> a lot of delete buttons. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh. but, yeah, can't beat a good horn section. That's... They can't. And, and especially when that horn section has a good bass, good bass player. Weirdly enough. Yeah. Weirdly enough. If they're all good musicians, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, a video by. The Fabulous Foe, F-A-U-X. Okay. Okay, and it was the, uh, their, of course, uh, Beatle cover band. And they oh. did <laughs> for a fabulous foe. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, there's a video, check it out on YouTube. They do um, the Abbey Road, one, uh, one of the sides of Abbey Road. And uh, it takes four, four of the guys to each sing a different range of Paul McCartney's voice. Wow. So that is a, that's a huge compliment to Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> and he and uh, the the band, they even had an orchestra in there to fill it in and it was shot during the recording session. And uh, that's huh. another very much to check out. Fabulous or maybe it's Fab Foe or Fabulous Foe. One of the two. I'm horrible with names. <laughs> well, I'm going to hope Fab Foe, because I would have recognized that quicker than right. Fabulous. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is the very moment that I realized that Fab meant fabulous, not fabricated, but um, that's that's a different conversation that we don't need fab? to have right now. Fab was also a, a laundry detergent. Was it really? <laughs> Absolutely. They were very clean. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, Fab, I'm glad they put lemon freshen Clorox in you, lemon freshen Borax in you. Yes. That's, I, I can remember jingles. <laughs> I, I can, I can Go remember the product. But, no. <laughs> I, can, I can remember the product. But I can't remember their names. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. Oh, that's oh. amazing. That's um fantastic. But yeah, the um yeah, so we we went and saw Big Bad Voodoo Daddy live. Yeah. 
figure we should talk about this as we're talking about horn sections. Yes. And um, and good bass. The let me, it was let, a, me, let me just uh, set some stage here. Yes, Big please Bad, do. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy is one of my favorite bands of all time. Perfect. Another person on this conversation, and it's not their favorite band of any <laughs> I think what, what did you think? Yeah, you know, a lot of it, my my interaction with revival swing um, started with us doing the the DJ stuff. Yes, yes, and, absolutely. Yeah, you know, Brian Setzer, the Cherry Pop and Daddies, the right. Squirrel Nut Zippers, all hugely influential. I do not remember Big Bad Voodoo Daddy at all. That's hilarious. I, I, they played their big song. We looked them up on Spotify. Like, what is their song? It's like Mr. Pinstripe Suit. And oh, yeah, yeah. we played it before the show started. And we're like, I don't. This brings to mind no memory whatsoever. <laughs> like, this is I just totally blanked out on them. Right. And a lot of it could have been the the general experience of sitting a bunch with a bunch of very um old bald so many bald heads in front of us oh, i was no. afraid to take flash photography um, <laughs> we sat down at a concert yeah, it was that's weird that was that's, weird there yeah. was an announcer they said and we want to thank our sponsors for the evening i'm like this is this is not my show this is so it was at no point did anybody break out break out a lighter yeah like there's no like heavy smell of marijuana on the air what is it's all clean (laughs) that man ordered a gin and tonic what is this (laughs) (laughs) and you can sit in your comfortable seat and drink your gin and tonic yeah enjoying the musical stylings the seven foot five guy isn't going to stand in front of you for the whole show with their girlfriend on their shoulders it's uh (laughs) that's why it's just not worth going (laughs) (laughs) it was was a very weird concert experience i bet Uh, i bet or for me i've seen them i think three times and the crowd was totally alive totally dancing nobody was sitting down um, good it, i've seen them in the Betcher concert hall wow and people got up in and you know it's like seats all the way up to the stage and people got got up in their aisles and were swing dancing That's as much amazing. as they could and in the and the chair aisles and it was it was full of life it was that's cool there were not enough working hips in the building to to stand up and dance so um <laughs> that's not but very talented group very talented very they they've been doing it for a while that was very apparent that's all all together yeah yeah there's i did laugh they have a they added a trumpet player and they call him the kid oh he's been around forever has he really okay yeah yeah yeah, it seems like it's okay. So they've been together since the early '90s. Yeah, um, apparently they understood how to have fun 
Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> but, um, the, the time we saw them in the concert hall, it was the kid's birthday. Oh, that's fun. The kid. That's, that's yeah. exactly how he said it. The the vocalist. Yeah. The kid. <laughs> it was a little cheesy, but it was overall yeah very, very swing their bass player was amazing upright bass spinning it around the whole time um just they didn't do any two measure rests but you know i'm not gonna hold it against them no oh, okay yeah it was i'm glad you went because now you know the zero on the big concert. <laughs> <laughs> not because of the band. Nah, the band is great. <laughs> was... We'll rate the crowd. <laughs> rate the crowd. Yes. Yes. Rate That's crowd. this crowd was a, a, a zero oh. edges to a <laughs> zero edges. I was gonna say out of five claps. Out of five claps. Uh, they they did not have the clap. Oh man. It was <laughs> So we're up here in um, my neck of the woods, and the 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 lead singer um, started a clap along portion of the. It took two attempts for the audience before it just started clapping. <laughs> I laughed. I was. You know, that's... Was it a sold out show? Yes. That's even better. <laughs> it says, says so much for the band. Uh-huh. But so little for the crowd. <laughs> was, I mean, the live entertainment is absolutely the the best thing. It's absolutely watching musician talented musicians in their elements doing crowd work is is neat <laughs> that's um yeah. and it was it was fun but oh man I'm, i won't go to a concert at that particular place again it's just <laughs> oof. <laughs> oof it was that's pretty that's pretty funny so, I, I sat into a into i sat in the room the same room as a symphony orchestra was practicing. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I just happened to be in the building and I, you know, I'm going to listen. Cool. This is really cool. And uh, amateur symphony orchestra. And I I can tell you that I, I don't think that I've heard a better orchestra, better amateur orchestra. They were they were professional grade, and they were hmm. uh, just high end. And to listen to them, and then when they when they stopped to correct something, the director would stop them and correct something. Hey, could you uh, you know bring up that F sharp just a little bit? That kind of stuff. It was <laughs> like you could hear the change. That's cool. And they did it again. It's like it's nothing like the junior high band that I was in. <laughs> Ba 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 ba. 
popular music is, is really interesting. It's, it's something. Yeah. There's a, there's a venue up in Fort Collins um, called Washington's and Washington's went through a big old revamp um, and now has just fantastic sound. It's really, it's really cool, but they're starting to get more and more like non Fort Collins based bands and not, not to knock the local music scene, but there's a big difference between the local music scene and national touring bands. So, yes. yeah. so and that's, but, but they're giving, you know, equal stage time to local and national acts, which wow. is that's awesome. pretty cool. And like, it's, it's good sound. Like I grew up on bluebird shows for, for the longest time since we had a parking spot nearby, which was very handy, (laughs) but yeah, it's, it's really cool to have a nice venue around. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Wow. You know, you're talking about comparing the professionals with the amateurs, um, a total swing of subject, but. Saturday Night Live had uh, the Mandalorian guy. Yeah. This guy, what is his name? Um, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. I apologize, Pedro. See, names. Uh, he was <laughs> on, and I, I I watched a couple of the sketches, and his acting level is like 40 times better than the SNL cast members. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't ruin it because he was he was playing down a little bit. I think he, I think he can act circles around any of them. <laughs> but, uh, but, but he they read cue cards. He was reading cue cards, but he would memorize the next line and say, "Right, right, right." right the people who are reading it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I tell you, the the difference between a professional, huge, talented actor. And a uh, comedian <laughs> is pretty huge. I no, no dissing on the SNL people. They're they're very good at what they do. Yep. Well, it's very. Pedro Pascal is better. <laughs> <laughs> Shows up like this is my scenery. I'm gonna be here now. Thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, that's awesome. Fantastic to note the differences. Did you ever watch Narcos? Narcos on no. Netflix? No. It's a, Pedro Pascal was in the first season. Um, and it's really good. Um, drug war stuff, early 90s, the story okay. around um, the DEA going into Colombia. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but very, very good one. It's a. Maybe that was Mexico. I do not remember which topic was covered in the first season. <laughs> um, Let's call uh, this podcast vague. But very good. Pedro Pascal's just really good in what he does. Are you watching Last of Us? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, so, so I absolutely love it. The, the the third episode um, 
with Ron Swanson. Oh. Yeah, with Ron Swanson. Yeah, uh, that, was, <laughs> uh, that was powerful, and that was fantastic. And I wish there was more TV like that because it was it was it was so yeah there was some violence in it but it was so such a good story well a, such a well-told story the story was good too but it was told so well cool um the director kudos to the director whoever that is because i can't remember name. no chance of knowing the director's name uh, just no, no. No. It was Pedro Pascal, as it. Yeah, we'll give it to him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so one thing. Okay, so I watched Last of Us. Okay, and Last of Us, the title has the fungus growing and spreading. Yep. And it kind of lights up the fungus as it goes around. Okay, do not watch the opening to the Last of Us, and then watch. Um, Oh no, Rapunzel, the twi- uh, what's the new version of Rapunzel? Tangled. Tangled, yes. Okay. If you do <laughs> want to watch this <laughs> sequence, <laughs> Rapunzel is in Twisted, uh, the, the, the boyfriend, the, the love interest. Um, Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider, thank you. <laughs> he uh, he has been stabbed. Okay, <laughs> he has been stabbed. He's in Rapunzel's home, and the mother is trying to take Rapunzel away. And Rapunzel is saying, "If you uh, if you let me heal him, then I'll do whatever. I'll go away with you and and stay with you and never try mm-hmm. to leave." And he's Flynn Rider is on the floor and very dramatic moment. He says, get closer, get closer, get closer. And then he takes a piece of the broken mirror off the floor and cuts her hair off. Okay. Then she's crying. He's dying. She, a tear drops on his face. (laughs) This is where it gets interesting. (laughs) His cheek lights up in this star fashion and then it's the the camera pans down to his wound and his wound starts glowing and then (laughs) looks like he's spraying light (laughs) all over and then it it encompasses the room if you take that and then you put that right in front of the last of us intro it takes on a whole new meaning <laughs> this guy is the original fungus Flynn Rider patient oh, zero no. oh no <laughs> it wasn't bread it was love love <laughs> damned the world look out. Watch out don't be crying over people <laughs> you will unleash <laughs> a zombie horde that's right <laughs> but hey you'll get uh Bill and Ron Swanson or whatever his name is uh, together. So anytime be- that you get Nick Offerman to to appear in anything, it's it's a good day. That's it's a good day. <laughs> he's got a number of there. There's a, a Mark Twain book that he narrates 
it, it, it probably was a podcast, but I found it on Audible. Nick Offerman, The Life of Mark Twain, absolutely yeah. astonishing. And it's it's a lot of fun. So that's awesome. Two of my favorite things. Mark Twain is my favorite author. That I, I, I believe I, it. Because he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be very nice to hear his story. <laughs> it's it's really cool. It's, and narrated by Nick Offerman's voice is uh I mean, hey, you got two two quality ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> And oh man, just wait until the last chapter. It's it's something. I'm that's all that I'm I'm gonna. You don't get to know anything else. Just hop on Audible. Uh, I'm I'm getting there right now. <laughs> right now, running, running, right like like Flynn Rider away from a shotgun. <laughs> Yeah, it's always the best that's <laughs> yes all right we should wrap it up yeah. there for the evening um we got zombies we got good music we'll talk uh cover songs next week i think that'll be fun because yeah. i heard a good one and then i heard a really bad one and i want to nice. talk more about your opinion on cover songs so we'll uh, discover some covers dis discover cover Next week. <laughs> <laughs> Too dang funny. All right. Um, I don't know how to stop recording. Oh, we got a button for it. Okay. Nice. Cool. Usually on the other one, we just cut off and that's the end of it. So oh, funny. Um, this is this is way more power than I'm accustomed to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dad. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye.